0: podcast hope everyone's all right out there in Internetland. land i'm going to start this episode off with a joke so why do russian dolls think that they're better than everyone else because they're so full of themselves <clears throat> boom right so tonight on the show we've got mr chicken gujon king himself just as a side note that looked like that took a lot of effort in your back garden pool
1: uh, yeah, it was um, three solid days of work. Completely ridiculous for for the amount of kind of time it was actually used on
0: stage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was feel like a kind of three second joke, uh, and it good. cost an enormous amount of money and um, sure yeah, made an enormous mess as well.
0: Love it. So we've got Paul Rose, aka Mr. Biffo, aka Digitizer, on the show tonight. Hello. So I. Don't even know where to start with you, Paul. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, if that's okay, because you have a lot going on, my friend.
1: Crikey, yeah. Uh, Wow, who am I? Um, I I suppose most people know me from Digitizer, which was a video games page on Teletext 30 years ago, uh, which developed a kind of inexplicable cult following. And then I relaunched it a few years back as a YouTube channel. um, Yeah. My day job I write like kids TV mostly hmm. um, but um, yeah the thing that, that most people know me for is is digitizer and it's assorted spin-offs
0: yeah yeah you've got a lot of offshoots haven't you and you like to um, go around the woods with cheap show and what, yeah the what first time I think I ever saw you online was you dressed as a miser and you buried yourself in the woods.
1: Yes, I was trying to channel the ghost of um, of a, a miser, a real life miser, not any That's old good. miser. Um, okay. Yes, that was yeah, Daniel Dancer, our local, that was local it. miser, and our the yeah. inspiration for um, Ebenezer Scrooge.
0: Ah, right, okay. So I remember um tweeting you after that, saying that wood actually looks really nice. Where where is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yes. uh, it's
1: called Old Reading. Um, yeah. It's kind of right on the fringes of London, uh, mm. and it is a really nice woods. It's, it actually used to be the uh, the grounds um, of uh, W. S. Gilbert's house, W. S. Gilbert of Gilbert and Sullivan fame. Um, oh, okay, yeah. But it's um, it's now just sort of public woodland.
0: Yeah, and um, you recently went to a UFO kind of woods as well, didn't you?
1: Yeah, uh, Rendlesham Forest, where. Uh, yeah. I, sh- I should state by the way for anyone listening who doesn't know who I am, I'm not some sort mm. of parent I'm not like the paranormal mm. guy or anything like that. We make fun of yeah, yeah. paranormal investigations. Yeah, uh, yeah, Renault Forest, which, which was kind of the uh, I suppose Britain's version of Roswell happened there.
0: Oh right, okay. Nice. Yeah. so yeah that's a brief summary obviously we'll get into more specifics as we go on but the first question that i usually ask everyone on here apart from chicken goujons obviously is how has covid been for you and how has it affected your life
1: um it's been good and bad the, mm. the first lockdown i absolutely loved if i'm honest as, as yeah. real and weird as it was i just i just liked the the sort of forced uh break i guess from real life yeah and then uh and then i suppose january this year the post or the one that happened over christmas and post christmas that was quite tough yeah uh, it's it's been hard for me financially because the tv industry where i make most of my money just shut down oh. entirely mm. um, so mm. i've had to make a little go quite a long way um, yeah but at the same time like most people i uh I started a podcast during the lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, called Beam Pod, or Between You and Me, which I do with my wife. Mm. Uh, and yeah. uh, and then, yeah, did various sort of online things on YouTube and, and the like to, to keep myself busy.
0: Yeah, I can tell that. Yes, yeah. I'm always busy. Mm. Yeah, you've You're always got always. multiple buckets of water filling up at once, haven't you?
1: Yes, yes, lots of plates spinning and all those other mm. metaphors. Mm. I'm, I'm always writing metaphors, that's what I do.
0: <laughs> Full time job, yeah. Um, just quickly on your wife, is it Sanya? Yes, yeah, Sanya, is she about at all?
1: Uh, I can give her a shout. She does know yeah. that, uh, you said you wouldn't mind having a word with her.
0: Uh, yeah, is that okay? Let, let me see if she's wife. out. Yeah,
1: it's dependent if she's out of the shower. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm literally it. going to shout for her. Uh, are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, Tanya? yeah. It's... Tanya? No, she's uh, she's got headphones in. She's normally off. She's right. got out of the shower. And she's getting dressed. She has headphones in while she does it.
0: We'll uh, if, she, if she
1: emerges, I'll, I'll make sure I get her on.
0: Thank you. That's awesome. I just want to quickly mention something to her and um, then we'll crack ah, on. Okay. So you said that your job outside of YouTube is a writer, did you say, for the BBC?
1: uh yeah i do the bulk of it for cbbc um i mean i work for other people as well Mm. i work for anyone i'm freelance but but Mm. yeah because cbbc are really the only real people who are making kids tv these days yeah yeah. uh, in in the uk so Mm. yeah it's generally for them what um sort of stuff
0: have you written in the past
1: uh well i started but the first first kids show i wrote was sooty believe it or not oh yeah okay Um, Sooty and Sweep. Then I went on to My Parents Are Aliens, uh, wrote a lot for that. Then uh, in more recent years, uh, I tend to now be kind of lead writer on things because I'm old and have been around the block a lot. So uh, <laughs> Danny's House, Danny's Castle, Four O'Clock Club. Uh, my current thing is a show called Almost Never um, about a boy band um, for them. So yeah. Lots, lots. I've written yeah. more more things than I can remember, to be honest. I've been doing it so long.
0: Love it. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, there's, I think there was a scene from um, My Parents Are Aliens. This is literally off the top of my head, where they try to bake bread, but they use deodorant powder or detergent powder. Oh, geez, that one... wasn't
1: one of mine, but yeah, it sounds like something they'd do.
0: Yeah, it's just a random flashback.
1: Yeah, it 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 was a yeah, it was a a brilliant show. I mean, not my show, but um, I think I wrote fourteen episodes of it in the end. Quite, I think, which is like the second most uh, by anyone other than the guy that created it. Yeah, Um, but uh, yeah, the things we used to get away with on there were just just astonishing. Really, it was a yeah, it it was. um, I think at the time, it was the closest thing we ever got to kind of a British Simpsons. It was a shame that it was never on in prime time.
0: Mm. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I remember seeing it on at random times. Yeah, I like, can um, now tell my eight-year-old son, or seem to be eight-year-old son, that I've spoken to a writer of city. There you and go. He, even he'll understand that because he's always asking me who I've got on the podcast, and then immediately saying, "Well, I don't know who that band is. Right? <laughs> I don't know who that public figure <laughs> is." So yeah, nice one. So um YouTube's kind of like a hobby for you, I think, but. It's kind of taken over by the sounds of it. Uh, yeah, in the last year, increasingly
1: so. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess digit digitizer rather than YouTubers as, yeah. as, as such, because we've also we've just done a live show, which um, yeah. was sort of big success. Um, yeah. cool. So we just sort of see it as a kind of umbrella thing for whatever the hell it is that we want to do, um, and. Yeah, so you know literally today as I'm talking to you we've just launched a Kickstarter for the yeah, series mm. which um which has uh, already kind of hit its target in just a couple of hours which I'm sort of blown away by.
0: That's amazing. Um
1: so yeah, so that uh part of the reason why I launched that Kickstarter was just because uh you know I need something to do that's going to yeah. sort of bring in a little bit of money. Um, and also the first series of Digitizer the show, which is what the Kickstarter is for, it's very confusing. Digitizer is the umbrella thing, and then we have all these other Digitizer things like Digitizer Live, Digitizer yeah. Supernatural World, and then Digitizer the show is like our video games series mm. that we do. Um, so, you know that I needed a project for sort of the next twelve months, um, just in case my day job didn't didn't return. Uh yeah. So we're we looks like we're going to be working on that and doing a sort of another six episodes of sort of mental uh, video games nonsense.
0: Another, there we go. So just on the whole sort of umbrella thing, um, how did you meet Ashens, Ashfirth, and Cheap Show Paul Gannon, Eli Silverman? How did that sort of come about?
1: Well, it was all through. Ashens, I can't completely remember to be honest. Um, when I kind of popped up on Twitter, yeah, what, probably six years ago now, um, Ashens followed me, and I knew of him kind of through my kids, um, who, who I think one of them watched him, but I'd never watched any of his videos. Yeah, uh, and so I started checking them out, and kind of just really liked them, and, mm. and found them a really easy watch. And yeah. At some point i don't know we must have messaged each mm. other or something uh, yeah and i think he invited me to he did a screening of his first film yeah. uh, game child or question mm. game child and yeah. um i went along and we had a drink beforehand and had a chat and i don't know we just then started uh kind of doing stuff yeah. with each other
0: and we'll um, just snowballing yeah
1: because yeah, he followed me because he mm. he'd read digitized the original teletext incarnation when he was uh at, at university yeah um and growing up mm. uh i mean he's not much younger than me but he is younger than me so uh yeah so and then through yeah. him i met uh i met paul gannon because he mm. um what happened was we ashen's uh there was a bit of a mix-up ashen's was meant to present um a comedy night at the Centre for Computing History in Cambridge. Um, yeah. And he asked if I wanted to go. And due to some sort of mix-up, I uh, I ended up presenting it instead of Ashes. <laughs> and I'm not, like, at that point, I'd never had any yeah. live experience. It was really awkward. I found it mm. really awkward. Uh, yeah. But uh, I managed to get through it. But I, that night, I showed um, uh, an episode of a show that I was working on at the time called Mr Biffo's Found Footage. Uh, yeah and and also on the bill were Ashfrith and Paul Gannon, Paul mm. afterwards came up to me and said, "My God, I love that if you want anyone or need anyone to be in it, let me mm. know. Um, and so yeah, we just him and I really then sort of hit it off yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, hence I've been on Cheap show multiple times and mm. I, I do digitize it with
0: him yeah it is funny how these things just sort of manifest just from someone asking if they need help with something isn't it like i used to run slash help with an event management team in weymouth for music promotion right and it was literally just from me noticing that the people at the gigs were struggling right yeah and i was like well you need someone under the the door at all times you can't just pop to the toilet because otherwise 200 people are going to walk through without buying a ticket yeah yeah and it's just, like, noticing that, like, I, I really, really wanted to help out with Digitizer this year, the Digitizer Live. Um, and I think I messaged you thinking it was the weekend after the weekend it was. Oh,
1: yes, I think you Yeah, did. that's me, yeah. that's me.
0: That was you. Um, you were retweeting the hell out of all of the spare tickets and stuff, weren't you? Yeah, and it was um,
1: uh, it yeah. was great because we were full. Um, mm, great. Yeah, I was really worried with COVID. That, yeah yeah you know and obviously a lot of people were worried as well but then there mm. were enough people that were were um, happy to take the sort of the tickets that were going spare and as far yeah. as i know touch wood no one caught anything there
0: awesome great yeah that's no, really good it's um i feel like with your content it's a very community driven effort and people kind of they want you as a person to be as honest as possible with people
1: uh yeah maybe I mean I think mm. um I hope that's part of our appeal um mm. you know on, on we have a patreon and on there I'm sort of very open always yeah. uh and I sort of make the effort to if people tweet me I make the effort to kind of reply to them and yeah I think um you know without blowing my own trumpet I yeah. don't think I'm a bullshitter so mm. I I think people what they see is what they get so I do, yeah, do yeah. my best to to no, that, you know mm-hmm. give it to them straight uh it started with digitising the show which you know the first series of that yeah you know i was very clear with people that i didn't love the process of doing it um, yeah and so you know we're doing mm. it differently this time around um, yeah and i think they i hope they appreciated me kind of saying that rather than going yeah everything was great mm. really loved it all and yeah wow we're gonna do it if, again guys you know yeah, yeah. um
0: mm.
1: so uh yeah yeah maybe it's that maybe it's sort of the authenticity and the honesty, yeah. and you know, maybe they find it funny, maybe, yeah, <laughs>
0: as well. yeah. yeah the, uh, the Venus thing that you uploaded on YouTube, like you said, um, in your sort of debrief, I suppose, of Digitizer Live, you said that it could be its own thing,
1: yeah, um, it's I something love that, with, yeah. yeah, something we're thinking about for next year is do it because mm-hmm. a lot of people it's too far for them to travel to come to London for our live shows, but we yeah. can't afford because i don't think our audience is big enough to, to to take a show of that scale and ambition sort of on tour so yeah. um we're thinking of like ways of sort of doing something live that is is a lot sort of less ambitious and doesn't yeah. require loads of people and doesn't require loads of props
0: so being okay. this is ultimately a, a a mask and a wig and a <laughs> can of beans yeah I loved um your new character as well. I can't remember what it was it Tony oh Tony the, Harris there that's um, it Man yeah
1: the moon yeah yeah okay. he's, um
0: oh, God. He's that favorite. made me actually roll on the floor <laughs> the <laughs> so, um bit where he's talking about oh he he was the only one that gave me the time of day the, Ash just uh, literally just explodes into like this fit of laughter. He's my favorite character though but a lot of
1: people find him genuinely revolting. Like, mm-hmm. kind of, they they because he's just a head with arms coming out the ears. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some people are disgusted by him, find him creepy, which you know, Venus is far creepier, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like literally homicidal.
0: I've got to say, your ability to hold it together without laughing is something that I really can't do. And oh, really? This <laughs> that genuinely me. Talent. Yeah,
1: because uh, I uh, I think I'm terrible for. Corpse thing maybe because i'm often behind a mask you can't see it, yeah. but yeah no i i uh I, I i don't know my wife always makes fun of me and sort of says that that no one makes me laugh more than myself so that yeah. really surprises me that you said that
0: that's cool yeah i love it i i, I love the um it kind of gives you a level of animon- anonymity whatever the word is it makes you more anonymous when you've got like masks and wigs on and stuff doesn't it it doesn't feel like you yeah new. Yeah, and it,
1: it's a weird thing. I'm. I kind of. Mm. I can't do those characters unless I'm dressed up as them.
0: Yeah, um, I get that. Yeah,
1: you know, it's it's the second I kind of get uh, huh. Venus's mask on. Um, yeah. yeah, something happens. I mean, I was such a sort of. Actory thing to say, and I'm not an actor. Yeah, yeah. But, oh my God, it's the it's the makeup, darling. It's like mm. you know, it transforms me, but Something. but it kind of does. Uh, because I yeah, don't. I think I think yeah, you know, being beyond a mask, it's mm. is that it's that anonymity. It's like oh, I can get away with anything.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, so, how long have you been doing YouTube? Wow, um, Geez,
1: when did I start? uh i can probably go and look on youtube and see when my first video was but yeah, i think yeah. it was about 2017 okay. something like that um 2017 okay. maybe 2018 i'm not sure so the first you know i i wasn't sure what to do on there at first and i just started yeah. um just kind of chucking up gaming videos because that's what i thought you know people knew me for the most but then we yeah. had a then we had um, an event called Digifest, uh, at, again, at the Centre for Computing History, um, yeah. where for that, I did some little sort of funny videos that that kind of brought bits of digitizer to life, and uh. Uh, people were like, oh, please do more of those, and do a series, yeah. and so I kind of put that to the the social media audience and said would people be willing to fund that and then they were so i did um my first crowdfunder for uh mr biffo's found footage in i think 2018 or early 2019 no 2018 i think um yeah so that was the first thing i sort of really did on on youtube yeah which was yeah. a kind of weird dystopian sketch show
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I need to check that out, but um, it's on my to-do list. It's really weird. It's really (laughs) weird. It's sort of dark. I feel that your content on YouTube kind of sits left of center, and yeah, yeah, I think that's the reason people keep coming back to it. Like, I've got the notification bell turned on, and it's not to a stage where I'll like stop what I'm doing and watch your video. Um, But I know that I want to watch it within a couple of days of it going up because I do think. A lot of your sort of videos can be quite time sensitive. Like, no one maybe. necessarily is going to go back to in two years and watch your digitise a live debrief, are they? No, um, I do. You yeah, know, some maybe. do. I
1: mean, that's partly because Sanya and I just, I think during lockdown we kind of got into the habit of doing these slightly sort of chattier videos, just yeah. to sort of make people feel like they were a bit less alone. Uh, yeah, some people yeah. were, and so we yeah. sort of try to we're continuing to sort of do them from time yeah. to time where we just kind of go, well, this is what's happening. Uh, let's sit down and have a chat, a cup of tea. Um yeah. But the, the sort of left of center stuff, mm. which is, I guess the meat and potatoes of the channel that yeah. as much as it is what people love, it's also what kind of limits us and holds us back as well. Yeah. Cause some yeah. of it's just too odd for people. <laughs> it's too weird. Uh, yeah. we we've, we've got this weird, um, you know, we kind of go from these sort of very kind of homely videos with Sanya and I just chatting to kind of just, well, yeah, a psychotic bean man and, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's we're all over the place. So I think people sometimes don't quite know how, mm. to, how to pigeonhole us and people yeah, like okay, to yeah. Put, yeah. put things into a, a bracket and kind of go, well, yeah, you know, that, that is what that is. And, you yeah. know, if they can't categorise it, then it, it stresses them out
0: that's it I remember um one of my first ever jobs from one of my colleagues told me about Ashens and he's like this guy's absolutely incredible I was like can you like describe it to me and he's like I honestly can't describe it it's basically this guy's got a brown sofa and he buys like knockoff like playstation um portables and like the most impressive thing for me about that was the fact that the videos were like 50 minutes long Cause I was yeah. so used to YouTube being like a six or seven minute video sort of standard format. Yeah. And yeah, the way Ashen's sort of, he doesn't like show himself on camera or anything like that, does he? And the way he That's... describes his little, I don't know. It just, it felt like I discovered this kind of new world of YouTube through my colleague at work. Well, you know, he, um, yeah. I owe
1: Stuart a lot. I mean, aside from the fact he's just been a, generally a great supporter and, and yeah. help sort of retweet and plug stuff. It was him who... Because, I, I mean, some of our videos are quite long, um, mm. which goes against, as you say, sort of that perceived wisdom of, okay, don't do anything too long on YouTube because people haven't yeah. got the attention span. That's it. And it was Stuart, when we were doing the first series of Digitise of the show, and I was, I was fretting slightly over, my God, I've got too much stuff, the episodes are going to be too long. Yeah. Um, and it was Stuart who said that he had learned that videos on YouTube are as long as they need to be. Don't worry about all that. Mm. Oh, no more than 15 minutes. Mm. Um, and the weird thing is our longer videos do better for us on the channel than the short ones. Yeah. Mm. If we put up a 5, 10-minute video, no one watches it. But if we put up one that's not, sort of 45, 50 minutes, yeah. they, they do way better. It's really strange. Yeah, that um, is bizarre.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that goes back to my point, though, if they're invested in you, um they want to see what you have to say about certain subjects and they probably want to know what goes on on your in your warped little mind Paul.
1: yes (laughs) uh they don't want to know that
0: (laughs) so just before we go to the first break if people listening to this are interested in starting their own youtube channel what advice would you give them
1: um be authentic i think I, I, I struggle with any content creators who just aren't themselves, who are overthinking it. Um, yeah. Do the thing that you enjoy the most. Do something yeah. you'd want to watch, um, and yeah, yeah. Authenticity, I think, is the biggest thing. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, be real. Um, you know, and and it will it will benefit you because I mean I think. I think once you kind of put your real self out there and people accept you for that and don't yeah. kind of all go, I hate you. Uh, mm. Because they won't. You'll have more people who kind of, you know, if if you're being true and you're being real and you're kind of being real about what you like and what you dislike, you're going to gather people around you who are the same. And
0: it's, it's great
1: yeah. for your mental health when that happens.
0: Mm. No, I completely agree. It's definitely worked for you guys creating a collective of, you know, when everyone's on YouTube, people's schedules go a bit mental, don't they? So it's good to to sort of go out and create content with like-minded people that don't have a standard sort of nine to five job
1: because your
0: availability might not match up, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really weird. I got, I got so lucky with Ganon um, because, uh, (laughs) he, uh, he used to, when I first met him, he lived in Cambridge, um, and then just completely by chance shortly after we started sort of doing bits and pieces together, he moved like five minutes from my house. Oh, right. You nice. Know. That'll so, do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, mm. uh, yeah, you know, it just makes life so much easier.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Love it. Right. We're going to go to a quick, um, grind fitness advert. I'm going to send you a new link in a sec and we'll okay. get started on some minor inconveniences. Oh. So if you can think of any minor inconveniences, I've got a couple here. So uh, don't worry if you can't think of any. Right. And um, between this, ask Sanya if she's free.
1: Okay, I'll do that now.
0: Nice one. Cheers. All right, bye. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and Stu I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited.com. That's www.grindlimiteduk.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out, and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very, very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is absolutely better than podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have, on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it! Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code which is BEDLAM2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother 2021, which is the year that we live in. Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 25% off all products. Grind. Back to the episode.
1: Oh, I have managed to acquire (laughs) Asanya.
0: Nice one. Yeah, we'll put her on now if that's all right.
1: Okay, I'm handing her my headphones. Here she is. Brilliant.
0: Hello. Hello, how are you? Oh, hi. How are you? Wow, this uh... is weird. (laughs) <laughs> Friends are so silent. Oh, <laughs> I've never worn these ones. Before. <laughs> I just really quickly wanted to say, Sanya, I think that you're a very, very positive person, and it always brightens my day to see you and Paul having so much fun on YouTube. Oh, oh, I just think that you're you. very, very positive, and I can tell that you're in it for the long ride, not the uh the short journey, as it were. Ah, oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, it's not very often that you get a wife as supportive as yourself. So uh, keep it going. And uh, yeah, nice one for putting up with Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with his mental ideas. <laughs> yeah, he keeps me entertained. That's it. He That's keeps, it. Like, so, yeah, interesting and fun. There we go. So yeah. Aww, thank you. For- thank you so much. No worries. OK. Oh,
1: shall I give the headphones back to Paul?
0: Yeah, I suppose.
1: <laughs> OK, bye. Nice speaking to you. you
0: too. Bye. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I just basically just said, um, well done for putting up a poll. (laughs) (laughs) His mental ideas. You're not
1: the (laughs) first.
0: That's it. Yeah, nice one for doing that. Um, So minor inconveniences. So I've got two here. Um, One is about petrol, which is a very time-sensitive topic, as I'm pretty sure everyone in the UK is currently aware that people have forgotten how to buy fuel sparingly. Yeah. So my first minor inconvenience isn't actually about fuel per se, it's about petrol pump jumpers. So when you are buying fuel, there's obviously two lanes, isn't there in a petrol station. There's two on the left, two on the right. Yeah. And you go to the back one. Yeah. Do your car up. And then someone in front of you does what they need to do. And then they drive off. And then some knobhead behind you decides to go to the first one, and then it creates this weird sort of things aren't quite in line and in rhythm.
1: Yes, it throws um, it all out. That's it. Yeah,
0: it does my head in. And they usually drive like massive SUVs. (laughs) I've only got a small car, so I've got to try and like weave my way around it. And I don't know. I've
1: not. I've not had a car for several years now. Um, Mm. I had one die, and it. I just don't need one anymore because mm. uh, I live in London, so public transport's pretty good. And uh, my dad, mum and dad don't live far, so i just borrow his if I ever need a car. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that is a, 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 an annoyance. I do, I'm generally, believe it or not, despite mm. my YouTube and podcast appearances, a relatively placid person, but I do yeah. get wound up mm. the
0: second I'm behind a steering wheel, unfortunately. There we go. I think this one might be a bit more relatable then. So, when you go to a soft drinks machine, that's all you can drink at these classic places now, like Harvester. There are other restaurants available, but I really want to get sponsored by Harvester. That would be awesome. Or oh, um, Places like Beef Eater, um, you know, anywhere that you've got a bottomless drink, like Nando's. Yeah. And <laughs> some knobhead goes in front of you and leaves it on their specific drink setting. So oh. you then have to press back back. <laughs> so, first of all, problems. It's kind of like when you go to the gym and people leave the weights on the floor.
1: Yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, just... I would never know about that. <laughs> 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 Given I can count the times I've been to a gym on like yeah. one hand. Brilliant. Uh, but... Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I can relate to the the machine thing. Yes. Um, Can I do one?
0: Of course you can. Uh,
1: Boots with laces. I know that's, uh, Mm. it's small and it's petty, but it's fresh in my mind. Because I had my first in-person meeting yesterday since before COVID. Uh, And after the meeting, I was really hungry. And Mm. I got myself a subway on the way home. And I just wanted to get in and eat it. But I had to unlace my boots first. Uh and mm. uh I have been known to actually start unlacing my boots up the road before I had yeah. to get through the door, but I didn't yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh it always it's like particularly I'm old, right? So yeah. bending down is is a nightmare anyway now for yeah. me. So <laughs> bending down to like I've always hated it, but bending down now to unlace yeah. my boots to be able to get them off. I'm I'm all for slip ons, seven bad espadrilles all the way.
0: That's it. I can actually see a pair of digitizer shoes coming out.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, just need a sticker on. Full of
0: beans. Brilliant. Full of beans. Oh, I love it. Right. So, let's go back to YouTube world for a sec. So, just off the back of speaking to Sanya quickly, how did you actually meet Sanya? Uh,
1: we were doing a. Um, uh, this is. I've had such a. Bizarre life, actually. When I start saying it out <laughs> loud, um, I trained to be, or we both trained to be psychotherapists. Uh, right. About, uh, uh, well, just over ten years ago now, Gosh getting on for eleven years. Um, it was at a time when I just, uh, I don't know. I didn't think I, I was always worried about mm. my TV writing career, even though I've managed to, con- con- you know, continue earning a living. It always feels like it's a knife edge. Um, so I yeah. thought, oh, okay, I need to learn to do something else, so I went and um enrolled in uh a degree course to become a psychotherapist, and we met on that um yeah it was uh i mean I can't go too much detail because yeah we, we sign um you know confidentiality contracts, but what I can say is that ninety percent of the people on that course were mad uh <laughs> was was not so um they were generally there were some lovely people uh and some lovely mad people but yeah um not many of them were people that i would ever want to be my therapist put it that way um and in fact that was why i left i never completed the course neither of us did for the same reason um Mm. that we both kind of went i'm not sure that i trust this training process Mm. um so which is ironic because i think you know both of us would have made pretty decent therapists but um i kind of fell out of love with it
0: in a fairly yeah. um, big way mm. yeah i get that i think there's always a doubt in your mind you know doing something creative that one day like covid for example it's just gonna yeah. go shit yes. and like my mum was always telling me as a kid like you need to learn a trade ben you need to get into plumbing or electrician or plastering and i fell into it um, I won't go into it too much, but that's always paid my bills and always put food in my mouth. And being a musician is very sort of hand to mouth. Yeah, um, the amount of gigs I've played without even getting petrol money has been obscene. You know, wow. play for exposure, that sort of mentality, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's too many people in the creative industries who will offer that um, yeah. as a as, as if that's you know, a great thing, like they're doing you a favor, Mm. you know? Yeah. But it'll get your name out there. And there's too many people who are kind of willing to take it because it's hard to get Mm. exposure. So it's a sort
0: of vicious circle. Yeah. Just looking at your um, YouTube channel, you joined in the, well, you joined in 2014, apparently on the 3rd of December. Crikey. That long ago. I don't know if you know this, because I know some people really don't like hearing this, but you've nearly hit 2 million views why don't some people like hearing that some people get i get a bit obsessed with my listens on this okay i find myself refreshing it like two or three times a day Oh, Um, and sometimes the number doesn't go up (laughs) so i'm like oh the app must be broken and i'm like oh actually ben it's just you know it's a tuesday afternoon (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) i'm pretty
1: good at not checking my
0: youtube views yeah
1: i don't hardly ever do to be honest i don't even you know um yeah i don't i did um uh well i am doing with my Kickstarter this morning i'm refreshing it every 30 yeah, seconds yeah. while i'm chatting to you because it's mm. just gone live uh yeah, yeah and but uh i've got my podcast because it's so niche my podcast yeah um because it focuses on the band marillion um mm. that i don't look at that because i just kind of assume no one's listening to <laughs> so, yeah yeah, yeah. You know, but people are yeah. i know they are because we get emails but uh Mm. Yeah, I'm, i I I suppose when I started out I used to be more um, yeah more invested mm. in that, but these days I'm just doing it for the fun and it's yeah. it's it's more the you know things like people coming to Digi Live or mm. back in this Kickstarter that for me seem like a a more concrete kind of display of interest in what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Than uh yeah, you know, visual. someone
1: someone stumbling across it on YouTube.
0: Visual, actual people.
1: Yes, physical yeah. physical presence.
0: That's it. What's um? What's the craziest fan story that you've had? Like, has someone given you something that's like so specific to something in your videos that you've gone bloody hell?
1: Well, probably the maddest was back in the day when I was writing for Teletext or doing digitising yeah. for Teletext. So it's going back a long way. Um, we did have to call the police over this guy, which he he started huh. writing to us. Uh, mm. Uh, and the letters started getting weirder and weirder, to the yeah. point that they um, that they'd just be text on the page. There would be no start or end to the letters. Mm. There'd be you know, and they would cover both sides of the the paper, and there wouldn't mm. be like a dear dot dot dot, and they wouldn't be signed. They would just kind of and and he was talking about how we were um, watching him through the TV right okay uh, and yeah. then he sent us a letter covered in shit and that was like uh, okay well, we'll call the police now
0: <laughs> yeah oh dear yeah. it was a future love letter from venus
1: yeah yeah Shit us.
0: <laughs> the reincarnation of venus yeah oh, i love it so i've got a couple of standard questions for you paul if that's all right Yeah. so go for it. primarily this podcast is based on music video games and films Okay. So, do you have a favourite video game? And yes. what's your first childhood memory of a video game in your life?
1: Uh, the first, my favourite video game, Half Life Two, hands down. Um, mm. I don't think it's really been the close. Well, I was going to say it hasn't been bettered. The closest I think um, is uh, the Last of Us, and the Last of Us Two. Yeah, but uh, but Half Life Two just has such a Mm. unique atmosphere uh
0: um, yeah
1: yeah i love the first one but i just think it was uh it, i don't know it was so atmospheric while mm. also kind of doing really interesting things with physics and mm. um it had a level of ambition that i think games have sort of slightly forgotten
0: yeah i see what you mean yeah uh in terms mm.
1: of my first memory i remember um finding in the cupboard uh, uh my parents' house, uh, a binatone. Do you remember those binatone kind of games console? Isn't really that a early
0: telephone provider?
1: <laughs> no, well, maybe they did. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but they still like, yeah, it's like um, just a pong machine, basically. All right, you know, kind of really simple. And finding one in the cupboard and kind of going, Oh, what's this? Uh, and my mum's saying, Oh, it's a Christmas present for your sister, and I'm like, well, That's weird, that sounds like a lie, that doesn't sound like she had one. Mm. Um but what's really weird is that no one got that binatone for Christmas that year. Um, yeah and I remember kind of Christmas morning thinking, Yeah, I can't wait for this, can't wait for this, and no one got it. So um, and that's mm. my first memory of um of being disappointed by the lack of a video game.
0: All oh, right, <laughs> there we go. So I've just Wikipedia binatone. Yeah. If this is this is probably like the completely wrong thing, but apparently they started in nineteen fifty-eight. And they've become a telecommunications company since well, then. Well,
1: you're right. Uh, okay. Uh, so
0: yeah, I used to work that? at a hospital, and I won't go into too much detail about that. But I remember seeing some of those analog phones about on the, uh, the wards. Right. Uh, so that's why I recognise that. I recognise oh, the I uh, logo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Bit of, Bit of tone. TV Master Mark yeah. Six. I think that was the one. There we go. So, controllers. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow, memories. Yeah. How about so, that? favorite bands is my next question. So,
1: well, Meridian, which uh, yeah. is the big one uh, for me, which I know a lot of people think they're a joke, uh, but that's because they haven't really listened to them. And yeah, yeah, to the point that I started a podcast. Yeah. For uh, yeah, it's it's as I've um, as I think I said to someone recently, it's like Meridian has been one of the longest relationships of my life and there've been a lot of (laughs) ups and downs and we've come close to the divorce a couple of times, but, uh, but I've hung in there (laughs) and it's got better. Yeah. So then, yeah. And then I like, uh, I mean, I probably don't like have a second favorite band, uh, um, but uh, I don't know. Who else do I love? I'm not a huge prog fan in the traditional sense. I like kind of bands like talk, talk, um, yeah, yeah, when they were going, Kate Bush, uh, mm. wow, I don't know, war on drugs, um,
0: people yeah, I've
1: kind of got a proggy sensibility that that perhaps mm. aren't that kind of oh, it's a, a since solo kind of prog, prog
0: music. Mm. I keep hearing about this war on drugs and I keep forgetting to check them out. I I will check them out at some point, I'll report yeah. back.
1: Well, they're on my mind just because I saw an ad for their they've got two tour, next year, so um, they're on my All mind right. I thought ah, i wouldn't mind getting tickets
0: nice they're
1: like a um, psychedelic uh
0: bruce yeah. springsteen psychedelic bruce springsteen apparently he plays for like three and a half hours he not. Does. yeah yeah nuts famously so yeah that's it um what's the best gig you have ever been to
1: um actually kate bush having just mentioned her at uh, the yeah. Hamm- hammersmith apollo was astonishing uh not least because She's only toured a handful of times. Uh well, she wasn't touring, she was just doing a residency there. Uh yeah. that was pretty amazing. Uh, felt very special. Um, ooh, probably the most sort of significant was seeing Marillion at the Milton Keynes Bowl in 1986 when I was uh, fifteen. The sort of first gig of that size. Uh and yeah. um but Actually, the most special gig I've ever seen. So I used to work for Wembley Stadium on the scoreboard. Oh uh,
0: right.
1: I used to do literally scoring matches, but I'd also do the animations. You know, of kind of goal and adverse mm. things that would appear before matches and uh, music events. And I, um, I was working the day of the Freddie Mercury tribute concert. And oh right. um, um, I was having my lunch right at the back of the stadium, so I just went and sat out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, right up at the, the top of the, the stadium behind the scoreboard. Yeah. And Queen came out on stage. before The, the stadium was completely empty. Um, mm. In fact, emptier than it normally was before a show. Because as yeah. I later found out, Queen and David Bowie had asked the stadium to be cleared of people while they sound checked. Um, right. So Queen and David Bowie came out and sung Under Pressure just to me in an empty at Wembley Stadium. And that was <laughs> pretty special
0: yeah that's a proper like you had to be there kind of moment isn't it like yeah yeah why is this happening to me rather than someone else
1: yeah yeah it was Uh,
0: i dropped my sandwich (laughs) (laughs) what's um what's your favorite film paul you can name more than one if you want
1: well i mean yeah i like the original star wars trilogy i'm obsessed with star wars that's my Mm. that's been my other big thing in my life um Yeah, we can kind of talk about the prequels and the sequels and Mm. you know their relative merits or lack of, but yeah, just Star Wars as a whole. I, you know, I love, um, Mm. and then beyond that, I love the Back to the Future trilogy as well, that was uh really special to me, um, outside of sort of sci fi and the light with Nail and I, um. You know, I could go on all day, really, but Star yeah. Wars is is the big one.
0: For me. Yeah, yeah. As with like, many men of my age, I like with Star Wars that it's always getting something new, and it's always like Disney Plus has really accelerated that sort of. This is a new series of the Clone Wars, and this is a yeah, yeah, new original. And obviously, it's not quite going to be like the only thing that I've heard consistently in the last couple of years is the Mandalorians amazing. And I I did think that it was very very good, Um, but there seems to be sort of certain camps with Star Wars, like some people are obsessed with like Jabba the Hutt, and some people are obsessed (laughs) with like Boba Fett, and they kind of call you out. I think sometimes they they become quite elitist. Ah, it's horribly toxic. We all we all have the same world of liking the same thing. Don't try and you know outdo me on the thing that I said I enjoy.
1: Yeah, it's really... I hate all that. It's just, you know, that gatekeeping. and Yeah. Or, oh, you're not a real fan unless... Dot, yeah, yeah. Dot, it's like, just enjoy it or don't enjoy it. Don't, you know, leave That's other it. people to do the same.
0: That's Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. So if I had to absolutely force you to pick a single Star Wars film... Oh, God. What are we saying? Empire,
1: Stri- Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I do like Revenge of the Sith...
1: It's uh, it, mm. it, uh, it's the best of the prequels. Yeah, that. Um, mm. I, I like its darkness. Uh, mm. It's still a bit too CGI heavy for me in yeah. places, um, mm. and that's part of the problem with it. It just feels a bit too video, like a video game.
0: Yeah, choose your own yeah. adventure as sort of well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um,
1: cool. but yeah, it's, it's certainly the best of those three.
0: Yeah, what's the most recent film that you've seen?
1: Oh god! Oh, we watched um, Cruella on Disney Plus. Nice. Uh, that was that was. Uh, oh, I surprisingly enjoyable. Uh, yeah, that really, was good. Yeah, yeah. So um, At the cinema, it was Shang Chi. um the new Marvel right. one. I um, haven't seen that, but, uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's not top top tier Marvel, but um, it's it's good enough. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Cruella. I've got very. I haven't got very sort of arty tastes. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm, I'm quite, um, you know,
0: populist. <laughs> mm. No, fair enough. Got some quickfire questions for you. Yeah. So just say the first thing that comes into your head, basically. It's not one of those like ink block drawing things where I show you a picture and you go, it's a squid. You know, right. it's just, so first one is baby bell or cheese string? Baby bell. Living in a city or living in the countryside? Living in the countryside, although I do live in the city. <laughs> camping in a tent or staying in a moving caravan moving caravan is a kinder egg a toy or a delicious chocolatey treat delicious chocolatey treat oh okay that's the controversial answer on that one
1: oh i love the chocolate on a kinder Egg. i can't i can't ignore it yeah <laughs> also, the toys aren't as good as they used to be when I was, you know, yeah, yeah. I used to collect them when I was a teenager, they were so much better, probably because they were more dangerous. But now you get all these kind of basic figurines that you don't even have to build half the time. Yeah, no yeah. what's that?
0: Yeah, it's like two bits, yeah, Stick it together, like, no, and you're done.
1: No, I want an actual toy that I've got to build.
0: Yeah, yeah, I want some gratification that I've earned this toy,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: So I've got an idea for Digitizer Live next year, a giant Kinder Egg with Eli Silverman in the middle.
1: Oh, God help us all.
0: I can see that, and I really don't want to see that. But no, okay. but we have
1: to build him. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have to be that giant if it was Eli. Actually, don't tell him I said that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I won't, but maybe this will get out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the internet, etc. cetera. Maybe. So we'll go to a quick break, and I've got two more questions for you. Okay. Um, feel free to ask me some questions, by the way. It's completely up to you if you want to. All right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'll send you a new link. I'll actually send you the link this time. I'm feeling really generous. Good. That would be um, helpful. And we'll wrap this up, and I'll let you crack on with your day, mate.
1: Brilliant. All right. All right. Talk to Two seconds.
0: Cheers, Ben. Hey, guys. got a new Archie Soul ad read coming at you. So... Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 10% off everything on their website, which is www.archysoul.com. So, you've probably heard this before, but during the midst of lockdown, I didn't really care what time I woke up, didn't really care what was on my face, didn't read, really, to be completely honest with you, I didn't even really care if I had a shower. I was not in a good state and this website has come along, and this company has come along, and it's changed the game for me. It's allowed me to care about what I do, what I wear, what I look like, what sort of pomade I have on my hair. Just, I can't describe how good their stuff is. So we've got Monsieur Barbier, we've got Duke Cannon, we've got American Crew, we've got Anthony, We've got all sorts of products on their website. Check it out, www.archysoul.com. If you use code BEDLAM2021 at checkout, you'll get 10% off everything on their store. The shipping, logistics side of things is insane. Um, I put in orders on Tuesday and I get them on Thursday. Company based in Shropshire. Um, Yeah, Mark from Archie Soul has hooked me up so I want to pay it forward and I want everyone to check it out and you will thank me later because this stuff is awesome and hopefully we've got some new deals coming up soon but in the meantime Archie Soul www.archiesoul.com check them out tell Mark I sent you Bedlam 2021 discount code at checkout cheers guys Back to it, hey guys, got a new ad read for you. We've got made sure wax melts. So, if you use the code Bedlam20 at checkout, you will get 20% off. Bedlam20 for 20% off. So, the website for made sure is made sure.bigcartel.com. So, wax melts to suit every mood, every emotion, every feeling. Currently gearing up for Halloween so uh yeah handmade wax melts get involved um haven't had a bad bit of feedback yet so there we go shout out to hannah for uh making the best wax melts in dorset bar none so made sure it's bedlam 20 for 20 percent off your entire order at checkout cheers how's it going
1: yeah, all right. I do have a question for you, which I'm very curious about. Far so away, anything, anything Avenger you want. The Sith is your favourite. How old are you? Do you mind me asking?
0: I've just turned 32.
1: That sounds about right. So you were a kid during the prequel era. I was. Yeah. There we go. That, that, that stands up.
0: There we go. I do like uh, Return of the Jedi, and obviously, A New Hope was a completely new venture into just George Lucas's mind, really, wasn't it? I suppose. Yeah yeah and it was pretty groundbreaking wasn't it but, um oh
1: god yeah i mean yeah the impact it had on me was yeah just, you know, i think i think mm. kids kids today they don't understand yeah. how kind of a, a yeah that was
0: i think the thing that got me with revenge of the sith is i genuinely forgot that anakin turned into darth Vader. Oh <laughs> right <laughs> and i it was kind of like a twist but yeah. i kind not knew it was coming but i just forgot
1: well, he's coming back in the obi Wan Kenobi series, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I love all of that stuff. Bring it on. Um, I've got a question. I just realised my PlayStation Four had randomly turned on by itself. So that. That's probably talking to you with the UFO conspiracy theories. There we are. Yeah. You've manifested yourself into my front room. Um, so, what else have I got? What does the future of Digitizer look like?
1: Well, in the immediate future, uh, more of the same. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be working towards um, the, the Kickstarter-backed Digitizer, yeah. the show, next year. Um, no. ho- hopefully some sort of live events and small-scale ones next year, maybe. Yeah. Um, the rest of this year, well, we're going to do try and do a... Halloween special because we did one last year that was really popular. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite episodes that we've done, so we're going to try and do one of those. Um, we're going to try and get together with some more guests and do some silly stuff. Uh, so yeah, yeah, more of the same. We were meant to be filming today, but um, I've woken up with this cold and I don't mm. know if we're gonna, um, but we'll yeah. see.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll see. Fair enough. Just Stop. on that, do you find pressure when you have a deadline? But you're essentially self-employed, aren't you?
1: Yeah.
0: Do you kind of... So, like, I woke up at, like, 1am this morning, for example, thinking, I really hope that this podcast with Paul goes well and there's no technical difficulties. And I found myself, like, when I get close to guests that I really, really like having on, I find yeah. myself sort of dreaming about them in, like, the subconscious. Okay. And it just gets a bit... not It's not, <laughs> nothing, nothing sexual, you know? But, yeah, it's just... So it's weird because I absolutely love doing this and yeah, I, yeah. I would love for this to one day become like a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. But, um, do you find yourself giving yourself like no days off because without that you don't get paid?
1: Yeah. Being self-employed is, um, you work far harder. I find than mm. I ever did when I worked in an office way yeah. harder. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm pretty good these days. at um, sticking to kind of office hours. I used to be, um, Mm. i used to be terrible i used to kind of you know sometimes work all night work mm. weekends i don't do that anymore i think it's sort of mm. important to get that work-life balance yeah but um but in terms of deadlines i'm always way better with a deadline than
0: with yeah 100%. I,
1: I do tend to drift if i don't yeah. have a deadline um, yeah so it, that they do
0: help um, i think you're a bit of a um subject to scope creep if you know what that is as well so oh yeah project management terms of like whilst I'm here I might as well do this and then before you know it you've got a fuck off chicken goujon in your back garden.
1: Yes, yes. And I'm you're not, like not, yeah. How I, did I, this I'm happen? not not one for uh, thinking yeah. small unfortunately.
0: Yeah. No, I, I love it. You're a visionary. Oh,
1: well, we yeah. need more of them
0: <laughs> So um sort of 5 to 10 years from now do you still see yourself YouTubing it up and
1: Well, oh, that's yeah. that's called? I mean, I'm going to be really old in 10 Mm. years' time, like proper old. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, I will be 60. I'm 50. I'll take 50 this year. Um, So I kind of sort of vacillate between Mm. is that too undignified to be kind of carrying on doing weird stuff? Or is there actually something a little bit kind of anti establishment and punk about that? Mm. Because you're not meant to be doing the sort of stuff that I do even at my Mm. age now Um, but you know people that I sort of really admire like uh, I don't know Reeves and Mortimer you know I think Vic Reeves is like 62 still Mm. doing sort of weird stuff you know I might have slowed down a bit in 10 years but I don't see Mm. why I need to stop anytime soon because I enjoy Mm. it Um, I'll only stop I think if I if I don't enjoy it as much whether that's because I've just said everything I need to say or Mm. whether it's because I'm I haven't got the energy to do it like I, yeah. I had previously, but, yeah. but I, I don't see any need to, to yeah, why, why I would be doing anything different in five to 10 years.
0: Yeah. Just sort of slow it down and not feel so grindy. And Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have
0: to get this out of this time. Sometimes that can kill the creative process entirely, can't it? Especially oh, if someone's dragging their feet, you end up falling out with your friends, who obviously you're taking on the journey with you. Yeah and you got your lovely wife helping you out yes
1: yeah well she's a you know she she makes it all possible really because yeah. i mean it's her it's she's the reason why um you know i started doing youtube and yeah. kind of came back as mr biffo because she found me funny <laughs> bottom yeah. line she encouraged me um, yeah yeah
0: <laughs> love it no it's great to see that as well um all of your Q&A videos that you do, I can tell that you two genuinely like, enjoy each other's company and it's not like yeah. fucking got to sit down and talk for 25 minutes. And
1: no, sometimes
0: you know, YouTube can be mate. the worst. Yeah, sometimes YouTube can be the worst for that because it's very, very clear when people don't get on on YouTube. Yeah. People yeah. clock things. Like I, I'm in two minds of YouTube. Sometimes I feel like I really have to spoon feed people Right. And sometimes I feel that people are way too clever for what we give them credit for. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll sense that awkwardness and they'll I think start. You're right.
1: Yeah. Theorizing. People are, even if people don't consciously know what they're sensing or feeling, I think yeah. uh, on that instinctive level, often people will pick up on things that, um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's, I love doing stuff with her. You know, she just, uh, yeah. Yeah, as I say, she's my best mate. And so, you know, she's the best
0: person to sort of do lovely uh, creative stuff with. Awesome. Awesome. So, we're looking at a digitizer live next year. Uh,
1: I don't know about full digitizer. Okay. It might be a little sort of mini tour thing of me kind of going to some of those places where people are that that can't get to
0: to London. Mm on the whole tour thing is it completely self-managed is it you are the president or is it you've got to go to a booking agent and yeah we'll just do it wow. ourselves
1: really mm. um yeah much as we do the, the main digitizer live uh, yeah 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 we'll just uh you know keep it small we don't need to go through mm. big uh, big agencies or anything like that
0: yeah if you could play somewhere like southampton bristol or exeter then i will be up like a shot Noted. And I've just said that on the internet and yeah, play that back to me if I don't show up. <laughs> All right, I will. I'll beat you to the end of it. 100% up for that. Because <laughs> uh, I think that you guys do a really good job with the uh, limits that you're given.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they are... Um, uh, they're kind of in their own way. They're a benefit, really. Because uh, I think if, if we had unlimited money, I wouldn't quite mm. know what to do. But I like there's a challenge in kind of having a, a yeah. smaller audience and sort of just making the most of that um, mm. you know what that audience allows us to do mm. um, and you know in terms of sort of having a limited pot of money you know it's like, okay well how do we get creative how do we make a, a positive out of it um, yeah yeah you know I never see it it's, it's often you know other creators sometimes I see sort of who complain about um, you know, oh, my audience isn't growing. My audience needs to be bigger. Why isn't, you know, why I'm more mm. popular? But in, in reality, mm. you know, if you've got an audience of any size, yeah. make the most of the one you've got. I think that yeah. would be the advice I'd also give to anyone who's started out yeah. in any creative thing, whether it's a podcast or YouTube yeah. or whatever. You know, appreciate the one you've got and, mm. and do what you can with it instead mm. of kind of complaining about that you haven't got, you know, 10 times the mm. size.
0: Yeah, I, I'd I'd rather have twenty five people listen to this that actually give a shit than yeah. ten thousand people that just watched it because they felt that they had to or yeah you yeah, know yeah. I want it to be a mutual sort of parallel thing where people like my mentality as well as my guests because I can find that that can get quite hollow quite quickly yeah if you're yeah. just the vehicle to the, the guest then sometimes that can get a bit sort mm-hmm. of yeah, oh, well, well it, I'll watch episode three and I'll watch episode 62. But apart from that, Ben, I'm not really bothered.
1: <laughs> well, it, it, it's really, I mean, it's funny you should say that because mm. that's really on my mind at the minute. Because the mm. first series of Digitise of the show, yeah. we had, uh, it was like kind of co-hosted by a whole bunch of other people. yeah—that You know, like Larry Bundy and Octavius yeah. and, you know, who had like their own following. Um, mm. and a big audience themselves and I always felt afterwards like oh were they just here for them uh, yeah. whereas yeah. this new one I've basically kind of gone no it's just me and low yeah. and low are sort of funded and stuck around and, yeah and mm. uh, you know I'm actually sort of quite, quite moved by it really mm. um, the fact that enough people sort of want to see a series that's sort of presented by just me and not you know, yeah. not there for all these other people as great yeah. as they are mm.
0: and you reply to emails as well which is fantastic I, I
1: try to i'm not always yeah sanya it's great having Sanya to help me out twitter mm. i'm terrible at replying to emails or messages on there terrible yeah. um but uh because it's like sometimes it feels like well i've got messages coming in from facebook mm-hmm. instagram mm-hmm. twitter email email is always the best way to try and get us because Sandy yeah. keeps an eye on that. And she chases me up. <laughs>
0: um,
1: saying that to anyone that wants to get in touch with me, email. Yeah. Uh, don't use my fa- my contact form on my uh, personal website because I just get spam in it. All um, oh, right, okay. It's full of
0: spam. Full of spam. Yeah. yeah. No, I um, really liked having you on, and um Thank hopefully you, we can uh, catch up in a couple of years and see how it goes. But. Yeah. I have, have a goal in my mind of coming to see you at a Digitizer Live. That would be uh, excellent. Potentially back in some of your Kickstarters. Obviously, money at the moment isn't as uh, loose as it used to be with COVID oh, and everything. But, um, there we go. So I'll always try and support you as much as I can. And um, yeah, I just appreciate you coming on, really. Yeah, so it's
1: been a pleasure. I really
0: enjoyed it. Just going to wrap up with the last question, which is the most important question of this entire episode. What is your go to meal deal? Oh, so sandwich, snack, and drink.
1: Oh, uh, does it have to be what an actual meal deal, or can I just tell you what by fantasy meal
0: deal? You can give me a normal real life one, and you can give me a fantasy one.
1: Uh, ready sorted crisps for a start, because I probably okay. have ready sorted because if I had cheese and onion or salt of vinegar or any flavors and i'm mm. having a meal deal is normally because i've got a meeting to go to because i'm out and about. yeah so yeah it yeah, yeah. won't make my breast in too much uh probably a diet coke or a diet pepsi whatever they've got just for that caffeine kick um what was the third thing a dessert or chocolate chocolate Snickers? Yeah. Or... snickers yeah. <laughs> snickers there you go
0: <laughs> is that a sandwich as well sorry
1: Oh, did I do a sandwich? No, I didn't do a sandwich. Yeah, no, not no. Snickers then. Oh, crisps. Ready, sorted, crisps. Sandwich, um, all day breakfast.
0: All day breakfast. Easy. There are no rules.
1: There are no you rules. Have it whenever you want. Yeah, that's what I love about Treat it.
0: Treat yourself. Fantasy yeah. world. Let's go.
1: All right. Okay, sandwich. Oh, uh, mm, uh, 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 has to be a sandwich uh i'm just gonna say my favorite food in a sandwich which is salt and pepper squid in a sandwich there you go okay uh with soy sauce uh drink um wow do i have a favorite drink i don't even know if i do i'm big into my kombucha at the moment so yeah uh, a Mm. nice kombucha Mm. uh and um it's still gonna be crisps i'll tell you what flavor the mr trotters do um yeah you know, then they did port scratchings.
0: Yeah, I've heard of them. I've worked in quite a few pubs in the past. Ah, there
1: you go. Well, they do crisps with the port scratching seasoning.
0: All right,
1: It's amazing.
0: <laughs> Highly
1: recommended to anyone.
0: In fact, Tesco. Ash,
1: Ashen's bought a box of 24 after I told him about them.
0: Tesco, you're missing a trick. And they are. That, that's quite hard for Tesco, because I reckon they genuinely have like 250 choices. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. In fact, look, I'm go. actually, as we're talking, I'm going on to um, Amazon to order myself some more Mr. Claus. Chris. I'm <laughs> actually doing it as I'm talking to you. Um,
0: oh, my parlor. God. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. Let's uh, set up an affiliate, Amazon.
1: Yes. We'll get some permission <laughs>
0: and rule the world together. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah, um, any questions that you've got for me or anything that you want to promote or any creators that you want to give a shout-out to, uh, the floor is yours, mate. Well, the thing to promote is
1: Digitizer the show level two Kickstarter, yep. which is live now, um, and we've got lots of lovely rewards, uh, including an exclusive episode of Cheap Show that you can only get uh, if you back us. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Go check out the channel, which is Digitizer on YouTube. Um, yeah. Check out my podcast between you and me. Yeah. Um, any other creators i want to shout out to well i suppose yeah uh eli and gannon on cheap show everyone should listen to that if they've got yeah a, an open mind <laughs>
0: <laughs> he says uh,
1: kind of euphemistically
0: yeah brilliant so um yeah that's pretty much it so thank you very much for your time and i hope that you feel a bit better thank so, you too ben yeah and um yeah i think i'm all right now just uh, yeah. sometimes in the morning you feel like your throat's seized up a bit, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go and have a limp sip. I'm not, I'm not
0: ever convinced they do anything, but um, they're mm. a great placebo. Placebo, yeah, that's it. But, yeah, um, if you could share this, obviously, when this obviously, goes up, yeah, that would yeah. be absolutely fantastic. And I really appreciate having you on. And hopefully I'll speak to you soon and Brilliant. see you soon.
1: All right, it's been a joy. Take care. All right,
0: cheers, Ben. Cheers. See ya. Bye. Hey guys, we've got September Band of the Month, we've got Honeyflux, so they're a Newcastle based band, Um, they're quite hard to pinpoint exactly what they sound like, they kind of sound like the love child of Led Zeppelin, Soundgarden and a bit of the war on drugs thrown in for good measure. Um, Check out their most recent singles on Spotify, which is Tear Us Apart and then Hourglass, they're playing a gig on the 19th of September at Anarchy Brewery in Newcastle. So that's at 7.30pm. They are the main support uh, for a band called... Let me absolutely bang on this. They are supporting a band called Sapa Solpa. And the band opening that night are The Lulas. So we've got a beautiful little honey flux sandwich. So be sure to check that out. £7 advance ticket sales, £10 on the door ticket sales. Uh, Yeah, band of the month, Honey Flux. So be sure to check them out in September. And we will speak to you in October with a new band. But in the meantime, check out Honey Flux on Instagram, Facebook and all that stuff. Cheers. Hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Um, i'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because i always forget please consider subscribing for weekly uploads um sometimes i do two in one week so yeah please do uh consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know and yeah i'll see you in the next one cheers